As we get older, our financial priorities and responsibilities change, affecting our future and our families. So, we're discussing managing finances across generations. This is Happily Ever After 40, a podcast from ProMedica, where we discuss midlife health and well-being. Thanks for listening. I'm Joey Waller. Our guest, Devin Brown. He's Senior Manager of Financial Stability and Workforce Development for ProMedica. Devin, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Joey. Looking forward to it. Same here. So first, I love that your LinkedIn page starts with a quote from the rapper Andre 3000. And the way you put it is, the great philosopher Andre 3000 said it best, quote, so your kids, kids, kids can have some cheese, unquote. He's talking about generational wealth building, you say. So really, that's what this conversation is about, right? That is what it's about. So I've worked in this field for 20 years now. I've worked on both sides of the industry, for-profit and non-profit. I've worked in the banking environment as well as mortgage lending. But I've always really, really loved education. And that's what this department provides us the opportunity to do, is to work with communities, particularly communities that are, are marginalized or left out of the larger wealth building conversations and we're able to provide the education to help them to build that foundation that's going to get them to the point of as you put it the great philosopher andre 3000 to talk about how to build those strategies and game plans for getting not only your children but their children and their children's children to live their best possible financial lives gotcha and so let's get into this and before i ask you about further details to start Once we get around age 40, what should one's mindset be, just generally speaking, in evaluating your finances? I think the most important thing is is starting to understand the importance of planning. If you haven't really taken that into account already at this point, so many of the folks that we work with try to manage their finances on a whim or the people who tell me that they keep track of their finances, you know, in their minds. I find those people to be amazing and fascinating if they can actually do that. But most of the time, that's not the case. So it's thinking about what is it that we want to accomplish. And then when you're in the middle of these two generations, you have parents who are either at retirement or nearing retirement, or you have younger children who are at school age, or maybe they're getting into college, or maybe getting out into the world, and now you're kind of in the middle of those two spaces, trying to help both of them as they continue to move through their journeys while also taking care of yourself. So it's thinking about how do you create those plans and those strategies to bridge those two different generations and help them to understand the things that they need to do in relation to what you have going on, what you can do to help them slash or may not be able to do to help them. But it's really about putting those plans and strategies in place to bridge those foundations between the generations. And so while those things you just mentioned are the big picture goal, doesn't it really start at least for one thing with doing a detailed review of your day-to-day household budget, right? Perhaps eliminating things you no longer need. The funny thing, Joey, is we write articles every month, various tips, various subjects about um, how to better manage your finances. We publish those through the the various ProMedica channels. And one thing that I find interesting is as we're putting these articles together, if the article is about back to school shopping, if it's about saving around holiday time, if it's about New Year's resolutions, 
every one of them essentially starts with the same thing and that's starting with the budget or as we like to call them a spending plan which is a more positive connotation on ultimately what it is that you're going to be doing but yes to your point even in this scenario when you're talking about working with the multiple generations it's still starting with that spending plan it's still first assessing your own needs one of our coaches has a, a great saying that i always like to repeat just like when you're on the plane if they tell you if something happens you've got to put on your mask first and this scenario is no different you know first of all you have to assess your own needs in your own spending plan and then start to work from there to work with your parents again as they continue to age and assess what their day-to-day needs look like plus their resources that they have available and putting those plans in place and then working with the younger generations as well to do the same thing to understand what their needs are what you can or cannot do to help and what you may need to do to put that plan in place to help them along the way as well well that mask analogy is definitely very effective it made me picture that right away. So how important is reviewing all your accounts? We're talking retirement plans, making sure you know exactly what you have, when it's accessible and possible penalties for early withdrawal, et cetera, right? Because over the years, some of those things can change and maybe people aren't completely up to date. Am I right? Yeah, not only are they not up to date, but let's face the reality of it is most of us don't know what many of these things mean. So the retirement plans and the various things that go into those plans, as well as if you start thinking about the various forms of insurance, life insurance, disability insurance, long-term and short-term, long-term care. These are not things that obviously, well, I think to some degree, some of the schools are beginning to integrate some of these subjects, but certainly again, as a mid 40 year old man myself that wasn't a thing that we were taught in school so as we get older now we're we're now figuring a lot of these things out as we're getting into them but that's again getting back to that plan first assessing what is it that we need understanding what our goals are that's the other part of that plan that i didn't mention is understanding what our goals are and then looking through these different facets of the planning process and understanding who are the resources or what are the resources and then who are the folks that you need to reach out to when you have questions and be able to take a deeper dive into these different aspects and further shore up your plans and strategies. And so having said that, you alluded to some people not even knowing what certain financial terms mean. And of course, that doesn't make them ignorant. It's just that some people are not well versed in the financial end of things beyond the obvious. And so if you need those questions answered, let's say you don't have a lot of money, you don't know where to turn, where can you rely upon that? So obviously I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the Financial Wellness Network under the Financial Opportunity Center at ProMedica. Our team is a professional financial coaching outfit and most of our services are completely at no cost. We work with folks to complete those spending plans and financial goals and create the plans that you need to be able to move forward to achieve said goals. Besides that, I could also say you'd want to look at like Fidelity. It has a ton of great resources and a ton of great folks who through ProMedica, we have a lot of our retirement planning through them. And I've worked with some of the folks over there with their group and their tremendous resource. 
the various financial institutions. So again, even internally, we have like the Prometica Credit Union itself. They have a ton of great resources as well. So starting with the folks that you know, and I would almost want to say to your point, Joey, of not only of where to start, but where not to start. Typically, like Facebook's probably not a great resource. Maybe learning something that exists on Facebook, but being able to take a deeper dive and speaking with the professional who work in the field to help you to decipher what's real, what's not real, and really what works well for you. Because just something works well for someone on Facebook doesn't mean it's going to work well for you. Absolutely. So if you have children, when should you start saving for them typically and their education, of course, and what's the best way to take that first step? There's a, a saying that the best time to start was yesterday. And if you didn't start yesterday, that the next best time is today. So if you're fortunate enough to be in position to start, even if, you know, for the folks who plan to have children, if you can start to plan what their futures might look like in terms of education and investments and things of that nature, then do that as soon as possible. If that's not the case, then the younger they are, the earlier you get started. That's going to be the next best thing. And then beyond that, at whatever point you're able to get started, one of the things that we would caution folks to do is to not get down or feel bad of like, you know, my child is now eight, nine, ten years old and I haven't saved as much as I want. Don't feel bad about that. Just start wherever you are. Again, go to the resources and figure out what the best avenues are. And then in terms of where to start, sort of depends again on what the goals are. So there are, if it's education savings, we can obviously look into that. Probably where I would recommend folks to consider just starting is just getting started with a savings account. There's data out there that suggests that children that parents who put even a small amount of money into a savings account for them are more likely to go on and have longer term educational achievement and success. So just getting started with a savings account and then moving into some of those other more longer term thinkings as your finances permit. So again, long term savings, educations, there's various forms of minor accounts and those things out there, but just get started with a savings account. Understood. And then Switching gears from the youngest people in our lives to the oldest, to our parents, or perhaps some other elder relatives that we need to, you know, have a hand in their finances. What's the best way to take step one there in terms of planning your parents' financial future, whether it be understanding their income, expenses, health insurance, long-term care, etc.? This is a situation that's very near and dear to me because I'm right in the thick of it currently working with my college-aged daughter and now my mother who calls me at least once a week at this point to remind me that she's trying to retire within the next two years. And the first thing that I did with mom was just what you just mentioned, just sat down and said, okay, well, this is the timetable then let's take a look at your entire financial picture. So this is what you're currently earning. This is what you may earn in retirement. So we got to look at all of her accounts, pull down all of the various statements and things like that, saw how much she has. Take a look at, is there going to be a big gap between now and when you retire? If so, then what do you think about potentially filling in that gap? Just making sure that any sort of debts and things that she may have, what's the plan to alleviate those debts so that those aren't carrying over into her retirement and becoming burdensome. So again, just kind of taking a step back, sitting down, looking at the full picture. And one of the things I was listening to some of your earlier episodes and something that struck me was in that process, I'm the oldest of my mother's 
two children and I live the closest to her. So it's very easy for me sometimes to forget to loop my brother into what's going on. But I think as families of young people, I think that's important, especially when working with some of our senior relatives is looping in the family members so everyone's on the same page and understands what the plan is to alleviate those challenges that you might see down the line. And then finally, how important is it also, Devin, to start educating your kids at some point about finances, both so that they can handle their own business when the time comes, or perhaps educating them before, and also so that if we're talking about generational finances here, so that we can make sure that whatever wealth is built for them and beyond, that they don't throw it all away prematurely, right, if nothing else. Yep. And if you go back through history and look at the big name families throughout history, the Vanderbilts, the Rockefellers, and you can see it over and over where the children inherited these massive fortunes. And within a couple of generations, those fortunes are diminished or depleted or completely erased. So yeah, 1000%, you can't underestimate or understate the importance of working with your children so that they understand how to manage money both at the basic level, first and foremost, just so that they don't, or they can try to minimize any mistakes that you may have made, in this case for many of us, helping them to minimize those mistakes, but then also getting them to think about the larger picture. So taking whatever you are able to provide them, taking that and multiplying it and growing it over time. And and they can't do that if you only hand them, figuratively speaking, a stack of money versus if you give them the money with the education and knowledge about here's how this works, here's what you do with it, here's how you invest it, here's how you grow it, here's how you multiply it. Within our household, we have these conversations very frequently and we sit with our daughter and help her to go through and ask her the questions. She has a part-time job, so we make sure that she's diligent about her savings. We make sure that we're having conversations about what's happening in the market and the more in tune that they are, the more likely they are to gravitate to wanting to learn more, to see their own personal fortunes grow. Well, Devin, valuable information to say the least. You're full of both great advice and also some really cool adages as well, right? I like that one about the best time to start is yesterday. And if not, then the best time to start is today. Devin Brown from ProMedica. Thanks so much again. Thank you, Joey. And folks, we trust you're now more familiar with managing finances across generations. For more information, please do visit ProMedica.org. Again, ProMedica.org. If you found this podcast helpful, please do share it on your social media. And thanks again for listening to Happily Ever After 40, a podcast from ProMedica. Until next time, stay happily ever after 40. I'm Joey Wallace.